Like, why am I telling myself like I'm terrible? And like, why am I telling myself I don't know enough? And like, what what are these stories that I'm like really feeding to myself? And so just having an awareness of that and like really diving deep into like, what are the stories I'm telling myself? What are the labels I'm putting on myself? Like, and then to have someone tell me like, that's not true. I was like, what? <laughs> like, you mean I'm making this all up in my head? Yeah. Like, it just that said it offered me like in my own healing to really heal that. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Ribbons, your host for Next, a podcast dedicated to connecting women through stories, inspiration, and actions that empower resilience, leverage change, and celebrates their next. Today, we have Jenna Gilmore, life coach for entrepreneurs. From owning a social media management business to realizing her client's need for coaching through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, Jenna pivoted her career into something she was passionate about. Drawing from her own healing experience, Jenna is successfully coaching entrepreneurs and providing support so that they can realize their goals and visions for their business. Welcome, Jenna. So glad that you're here. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you. well, you did it. So you're, you're fantastic. That's you. <laughs> and so um, I wanted to just say, I'm so happy that you're here and that we finally get to, to have this chat together. And um, I do follow you on social media. So I feel like, you know, Oh, I know Jenna really well, you know um, I wanted to just get the audience familiar with you and what it is, you know, your journey and I, I, and what you were doing and what you're doing now and what's the difference and sort of fill us in on that. Yeah. So as you mentioned at the beginning, I had a social media managing business, which was, mm-hmm. um, it was good. Like I didn't know any better. I always talk about that experience as me being like very naive and just like, of course it's going to work. Why wouldn't it work? <laughs> and it did, which was amazing, but I didn't know a lot. And I just was like working with anyone and everyone. So I had like zero discernment. I was like, yeah, the persons are, they're going to pay me. Of course I'll work for them. And so it was kind of on, I took on way too many clients, um, Mm -hmm. clients that weren't the best fit. I was working with anyone and everyone, but in that experience, so I had the, the profiles that I was managing on a daily basis and which, I mean, you can only do so much in a day. So to make more income, I was like, well, I'll do consulting for, um, women entrepreneurs on the side because the the profiles that I were managing they were corporate clients like one was a fashion company because I came from the fashion world mm-hmm. and so yeah that was where I kind of just started to fall in love with like these women of like yeah like just being so passionate about what they want to create what they want to put out into the world and just hearing their stories and like I was getting really full from that but we would go to work on the strategy simple fine They would go, I'd be like, okay, come back to me in a week. Tell me what you did. They would come back and it'd be like nothing. And I I started to be like, is it me? Like, am I a bad teacher? Like what's happening? Why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing it? And they were like telling me it's because, you know, they're afraid of people judging them. They're like, oh, I'm not going to do it like you. Like other people are doing it better. And I started to hear the same stories over and over and over, which was so heartbreaking for me because I would be like in front of them and they would tell me just all these amazing things about themselves. And I would be so inspired. And I was like, okay, the problem is not the strategy. Like the problem is this mindset. Like that's what's really holding them back. And so I started to dive into deeper into like what that was. And then I I found coaching because I had no idea what, what that kind of was. I was 
I probably needed a coach because I was like winging it on my own the entire time. Um, luckily, I met amazing women who were really supportive. But yeah, I started to really dig into that, and I I got co- and then I hired a coach, and then I was like, oh, this is this is it. Like this is it for me. Like this is how I want to help women. So. Wow. Wow. And so, um, gosh, you said so much there that I want to talk to you about. And, you know, first of all, it's so great to have circles, have um, networking groups, have support um, in in our life as well as in careers. And I can't say enough about that. And I have friends that say, yeah, you circle the wagons. But I do. I really do. Like if something's coming up in my life that I really need some support around, I find those people. And you know what? You might have 10 really close, like a close group, but if you ask all those people, they all know someone and then you can kind of get that support, right? Yeah, absolutely. But when we're younger and we're just rolling stuff out there, I don't know what it is. It's just, um, you know, you hear it, like make sure you network, make sure you make those connections, but I don't think it's really goes in until you're doing it and you're like, I need people. I need to ask people questions. I need support, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, I don't know, someone recently asked me, like, what? why don't we ask for help when we're first getting started? And I don't think it just, it doesn't occur to us. It just doesn't occur to us. It's like, oh, of course I can do this. But usually people who've rolled things out have coaches, have some kind of support network, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, so I'm glad to say, to hear that you, you know, you were, loving doing the, you know, helping women because you saw that you could probably exponentially reach more people that way and do more work that way than actually doing the um, social media management. It's just, um, you can't reach as many. I mean, you were saying you can only do so much in a day. Whereas if you're helping these women, they're all women, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah they were. They were helping these women do these incredible businesses. It's just really uh, probably um, just gratifying for you to see them get through. Um, what are some of the things that you you were saying that through your own healing? So what happened? Is that because you just overwhelmed yourself and then you said, wow, I need to help? What what happened there? Yeah, I the more I started to, to dig into like, because nobody I mean, I grew up in, in a very small town, my like, nobody taught me it was my thoughts that yeah. were creating my feelings, which then were leading to my actions, which then was creating my results. And so I really start to, to, to really notice of like, what am I telling myself on a daily basis? Like, why am I telling myself like, I'm terrible? And like, why am I telling myself I don't know enough? And like, what, what are these stories that I'm like really feeding to myself. And so just having an awareness of that and like really diving deep into like, what are the stories I'm telling myself? What are the labels I'm putting on myself? Like, and then to have someone tell me like, that's not true. I was like, what? (laughs) Like, you mean I'm making this all up in my head? Like, it just, that said it off for me, like in my own healing to really heal that, like those patterns of like being not enough and feeling not worthy, which I don't know if you ever completely heal them because our brain is still our brain and it like, it still comes up. But now I have the tools to be like, if my brain's telling me I'm not worthy today, I can be like, listen, I hear you. We've been through this. We talked about this a lot. Like we're still going. It's totally fine. Like I got us. You know what? You just said something really important too. We can completely be aware of self-defeating behaviors Mm -hmm. or what I call the committee 
Like, yeah. who, do, who do you think you, who do <laughs> totally. you think you are to be da, 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 like that kind of thing. We all get it. Um, but I love that you said tools because that is so, when you have tools, then you know, all right, that's how, this is how I'm going to manage this. Mm-hmm. And it is so useful and, and so necessary for all of us to have tools to navigate, to navigate running a business is hard, mm-hmm. um, but it's also really gratifying. So, but nobody really shows us all of those things. We just see other people on this side and we're looking at their middle, like they've worked in the trenches and they've gotten it to a certain point and we're looking at them going, oh, look at, they're doing that. I'll go do that too. But, (laughs) and not really realizing that it's just sort of a chipping away and it's some days you're just going, what am I doing? Oh my gosh, I'm crazy. And then other days of, wow, this is, I know this is going to be a great thing. I'm so glad I'm doing it. And I think it's that swing going back and forth where you can talk to your friends and family and they might tell you what you want to hear. But right. if you have someone like a sounding board to really kind of go, okay, well, here's this next thing that you need to work on and here's how you might want to do that. And here's, you know, it's just that objective person, I think. Yeah. You're, and you're seeing your clients you know, succeed and and thrive, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was just having this conversation with a client like just before this, but it's like looking at ourselves and like looking at our clients as like these whole and capable people. Right. And it's like, we're not hand, like, I'm not there to be their friend to like handhold them and be like, everything's going to be okay. It's like, no, I'm going to be maybe the first person in their life to be completely honest with them and like reflect back to them exactly what's going on. And like, that's where the healing comes in and the transformation, because we're not like, hand-holding them, you know, coddling them as on this journey of entrepreneurship. Right. And I wonder where the whole um, not enough comes from. I think it's just overwhelm. I think that we set goals for ourselves and we all want to set high goals, but then it just looks really scary because, you know, whenever you're at a foot of the mountain, you're like, oh, that's so high. I can't do that. (laughs) So it's another reason to have, you know, a, a coach or someone there, um, like you said, that isn't like a friend or a, a family mm-hmm. member, um, it's really good because then they can just help guide you. And when you make really bad mistakes, they they turn that into a positive, you know, like this is what you learned and blah, 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 instead of I told you so, you know, and you know, it's just a really, I think it's, it can't, I can't say enough about how yeah. important it is to, to have like- that. Yeah. I mean, it's like looking at everything. It's like, as a scientist, like when we look at our mistakes, like looking them at as like, this is just data and it doesn't mean anything about me. So we're not like shaming ourselves or judging ourselves, which just can be very hard, but like being like, no, this is just facts. This is what happened. And like, what are we going to do differently? Or what are we going to do the same? Well, tell me about your protocol, like how you work. Do you um, get people who are considering a business or they're already in it? Or where are they at? Or do you draw like a map for them? Here's what we're going to work on first, second, third. What do you do? How do you work? Yeah. So I, my entrepreneurs, they're already in business for about a few years. And so Mm -hmm. really, I mean, there's no, I mean, each person is so different. So our first session is very much is like, okay, where are you right now? And like, where, what do you see is not working? What do you see the problem is? And then like, where do you want to, where do you want to go? And like, what, do you like, what do you think you need to do? How do you think you need to be? And then like my job and our work together is just to fill in the gaps. So everyone is completely different. Right. Right. So you do sort of an assessment and then you kind of know exactly which way to take them from there. 
Mm-hmm. And um, the the entrepreneurs that you deal with, um, are these people like with, are, are they doing big startups or are they usually micro, solo, or it's just really small businesses? Yeah, just solo, solo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what I see. Okay, thank you for saying that because I think women especially get to a place where we really would probably benefit to utilize all of our skills and abilities and maybe turn it into a business of some sort mm-hmm. while we're showing up for other things in life. It just makes sense. And it's a really, it, it's just, women are just very uh, good at, I think being solo entrepreneurs and micro entrepreneurs. And so the support system is a good idea as well. But um, a lot of times when women hear entrepreneur, they think, Oh my gosh, you know, they think they've got to go out and get, you know, VC and all this money yeah. and turn it into this big launching company. And they're thinking, I don't want that much. And it doesn't really have to be that much. But you had mentioned how, you know, it can be, there's like so many different aspects and things going on in the business. Mm-hmm. How do you help them? <laughs> First of all, if they decide, okay, I can do this thing and people are asking me to do this, I might as well turn it into a business. Mm-hmm. Do you help them with how do they manage their time? How do they handle customers? How do they ask for money? Like, give me some examples of what you do there. Yeah, well, we definitely work on time management. I think that is the biggest, probably one of the biggest things. But I don't work with, like, entrepreneurs in the starting of their business because I actually am very, like, I have, (laughs) I'm, like, I think getting a website, like, I don't think you need a website to make money. I don't think you need to have brand colors to make money. I don't think you need to have professional photos to make money. So I'm like, kind of like, those things are important. Yes. But what I find in like the beginning stages of entrepreneurship is like, and I fell into this trap as well. When I had my social media managing business, it was like, have your brand colors, have this, have that, have that. And I made this beautiful website and I just, I had no connection to it because I wasn't there yet. Do you know what I mean? Like I hadn't established myself enough to know exactly what it was I was selling. And so I feel like that's the mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make is like they get into like all the aesthetics and like all of this stuff first. And then when they actually go to get clients, they're like, oh, it's nothing (laughs) like any of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. So we're very much past that phase, but in the phase of like, really what I'm teaching my clients is like, who do you want to be in your business? It's not about like, I don't teach them like, oh my gosh, raise your prices or this is the strategy or like anything like that. Because I believe the who comes, when you know the who, the how comes so much easier. The how works itself out. Like you don't need to ask how when you're the who. Mm -hmm. So I work with them on becoming the who, like, who do you want to be in your business? And who do you want to be in your life? Like, how do you want to start showing up? If you want to make a hundred thousand dollars this year, cool. Let's start showing up as that person now. Yeah. 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 That makes really good sense. I love that you said that. Um, and, and so also too, I think a lot of micro and solo entrepreneurs, things happen organically. So they have a skill or a talent that their network of people are saying, could you help me out with this? And next thing you know, they just start blooming and everything just starts moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. And then they come together with this, what you're saying, like a, you know, website and all those things. Yeah, totally. And so, yeah, I think so too, because I talk to women who are like, I'm getting my business plan together and I got my trademark and they're not even getting any business out there yet. There's no business. So I, I have a saying, ready, fire, aim. Meaning like go out there and do a little bit of business and see how you like it. You, it may not be for you. You might've had this dream of, I don't know, baking cookies. 
But mm-hmm. then when you really start doing it, you're like, do I want to be baking, really baking cookies? Maybe I'm better at writing a book about recipes or, you know what I mean? Like, it, yes. I think you're right. I think you're, you have to sort of yeah. get, get a momentum going and then you go, oh, I know what I love here. Because I think too, this is another thing why, like when you have your hand this close to your face, this is another thing why coaches are so good. You can't, it's so hard to know exactly what it is you want to do and, and have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. So it's really good to sort of just start walking forward and have someone say, oh, look at the, you know, look at how easy, look at how easy that part was for you. You know, and you start wanting, you want to be in that area more, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Is yeah. that, is that what? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's Great. like, who do we need to be for sure? And just shifting our identity. And then um, as far as the time thing goes, mm-hmm. probably delegating are you good at, at teaching them how to delegate um, or at least ex, uh, expressing the importance of delegating tasks that they just aren't really super good at? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if it's so much delegating uh, where we're at, but it's more of like our brains tell us everything is necessary and everything is important. And so that's where they're at. They're like, I've got clients. I'm super busy. I'm doing a million things a day. It's like, but are those things like that you're doing really important? <laughs> Are they really impactful? Like, what is it? And so it's like, not even delegating, but like, let's come, let's just cut some of that noise out completely. Like nobody needs to be doing that. Right. Right. Yeah. I I love that you said that too, because um, it is, it does feel like everything is so very important and then you can spread yourself so thin Mm -hmm. and you can't really show up well for anything for yourself, for your life, for the business. Um, I think if, I'm a big believer in edit, 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 like what really needs to get done, what really needs to be taken care of. But that's, I'm older and I've lived lived through some businesses and um, it's, it can really burn you out when you're trying to work so hard. And I, I honestly think now there's so many little, little solo and, and micro entrepreneurs out there doing these great services, businesses that um, it's something that you can flexibly plug into your life. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars this, this year, then make that happen. Or I've got to scale back a little bit because of X, Y, and Z. So, you know, I'm busy with la la la. Um, and right. So mm-hmm. you, it's there at that place where they can really be pretty um, agile to do yeah. that. Yeah. 1000%. Yeah. And it's not to say like, of course, if you, or in that space to hire, like hire. But I think in the beginning, it's like, we feel so overwhelmed. So we're like, oh, let me just push this off to somebody else. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, let's figure this out. And then maybe you can drop something before you really need to hire somebody. I think you're so right. That is, <laughs> you are, so, but then you're in it, like working to pay for people. Yes. So you can say, I have a staff. And it's like, you don't need a staff. And do you no. even know how to manage people? <laughs> we can't manage ourselves. How are you going to manage somebody else? <laughs> That's really a good point. Yeah. And the whole staff thing, believe me, when you have to have a, have a staff, then, it, then your time, a chunk, you have to think about your, your time as a pie. And part of that time is going to be managing that staff. And do yeah. you really want to be doing that? Um, <clears throat> when the economy, you know, in 2009, 2008, flattened, my business that at that time totally changed and I um, really loved after, you know, the rubble and the dust settled. I loved this whole um, gig 
era that came out of it, the gig, you know, economy, where I have worked with so many people. They're a team, but they can expand or contract as I need them. So I don't really have a staff. You know, I didn't have a staff. So it was great. I could have them do the work and then not when I didn't need them to. So I think that that also helps all these micro entrepreneurs and solo entrepreneurs and women that are making their lives happen. Those are the type of people that I was doing this, this work with, this freelance, this gig, this, this, and they were getting, they were great. They were amazing. And so when I really needed to, to ramp it up, they were there. And when I, when I didn't, they were fine because they had other work. I just love it. And I think that's, I love that, that fluid approach. And I think women just really need that fluid approach to, yeah. to life. You had posted something in social media that I loved. You had said that you were really working hard on your business and to the point where you kind of just um, deferred any kind of self and like an enjoyment, like seeing your friends and all that. And I thought that was yeah. such a good post. Can you tell, tell us about that? Yeah. I mean, this was when I was doing the social media managing stuff. And like, I was, again, like I had taken, I was saying yes to anyone and everyone. I was taking on way too much than like, than I needed. And I was just in that mindset of like, I just got to make money. Like I got to make as much money as possible. And that's what was happening. And so I was so consumed with it. And so when my friends would be like, Hey, let's, let's go hang out, you know, do do normal things. I, yeah. I would be like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, no, don't you know, I have so much on my plate and I have so much to do. And, 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 and yeah, I would just kind of stay home a lot on the weekends to kind of like catch myself up. And, um, when I would get away from my business, it was all I could think about. It was like, I still need to go home and I need to like, you know, write all these emails and do all these things. And I just, I burnt out. Like it was pretty terrible. And so I, in now doing coaching, I was like, okay, why am I like having this block of like not wanting to go like sign clients and like, what is going on? And I was working with a coach, my coach, and they're just, we got dove down deep into it. It was like, oh, cause I'm afraid I'm going to do this to myself again. Like I'm not <sighs> trusting myself to like have these boundaries that I now have and, and, you know, work with anyone and everyone. So I'm like, you know, yeah, it's taken a lot. Like still, I still find myself like kind of get in that doing trap of like wanting to do all the things and needing to do all the things and working with all the people. So it's like, okay, slow down, like let's assess. Um, and to really know that I really had to learn and really prove to myself that when I do go hang out with my friends, I am such a better person in my business because I've had that break. I'm such a better person when I show up to my clients because I'm a life coach and I'm actually living my life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. It, it, it was like really just like, I still work on it. It's like really just separating myself from my business and really believing that my business wants the best for me as well. And like really believing that if I'm down here, like all my clients are going to be down here. All my work is going to be down here. And we don't want to be, like we want to be up and we want to be onward and upward. And you're kind of settling too, right? I'm saying this from, from, um, I'm aligning with you on this because I've been there. Um, you're saying it too from, if I don't take this client, this might be the last client. Like I may yes. never get another client. Yes. Okay. I wanted to, I wanted to touch on that because <laughs> I've been an entrepreneur for Fair all, city. just about all of my life. Right. And you feel like if I don't take this client and this, and the red flags are going off and you're like, I don't know if this is going to really work, but I'm going to take this client anyway. And then you're so sorry that you did. <laughs> um, but you know, the thing is, is, 
is that sort of scarcity, like you said, and we all have fear. And that's the flip side, because everyone's like, I'm going to be my own boss, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go for my dreams. And that's all great. But there's that other side where you're like, I have to pay the bills. Oh, my gosh, it's just me now. And that kind of thing. So that is where a coach can really help you too, because then you are running around chasing your tail like a dog and and you're just going nuts and you're not really, like you said, useful to anybody and your work, the the quality of your work just goes down completely because you're spread too thin. So it's sort of like that whole thing when you were in economics, you know, of course, where it's like, you know, demand and, and, and cost. So it's like, you know, if you're getting really high demand, then you need to raise your price so that you get the money that you need to give the quality work to those people who are willing Mm -hmm. to pay for it. But it's a lesson learned, right? And it's one of those things, right? It's Yeah. I was just thinking too, it's like also like within that. So like I would raise my prices. I would still get the clients like, but then I didn't have my boundaries like set within that relationship because then they would start feeding me more work, right? Like it was like, okay, here's the work. And then they would start feeding me more and I would say yes. And then more. And I would say <sighs> without like being like, okay, wait, we're going higher. But so it was like, taking on everyone and everyone and then saying yes to everything that they threw at me. So it was a lot of like lessons for me and just like boundary setting. I just, yes. And I I so agree with you. And I think there's just that whole fear. It's like people also who hoard, you know, who are afraid to get rid of things. And it's almost like if I get rid of this, then I may not have it again. Or, you know, they have fear and we all have fear. Nobody's free of having fear. So it's that management of fear and, and going, okay, that's not realistic. And I'm, I'm obviously doing fine. And also too, if you don't create space, then there won't be space for that next really great client to come. Yes. So, and I learned that as well. And I've mentored so many women and I, they would say, should I, I should I take this person? I really am having red flags. I'm like, no, don't take that person. Even if they're waving a big about, you know, check at you, <laughs> no, because you know that person's going to be crazy and drive you crazy. And then I said, and plus, if you make that room, it's just like, you know, you know, if you stop dating that one guy, then the newest, the new one will come, the right one will come, that kind of thing. So it's, yeah. it's that kind of, um, and it sounds very woo woo, but it's true. It really does. It, it applies. <laughs> it does. Yeah. yeah. But being your own boss, that's one of the fears. But at the same time, look at how many people are their own bosses and do just fine and, and, um, you know, and and make it and grow their businesses and are successful. So, well, that is exciting. Okay, so you basically, how many clients do you take at a time? And um, do you sort of have open enrollments? Like I have this many clients and I won't really be taking on more until dot, dot, dot. How do you do that? Yeah. So for me right now, fully booked means 15 clients. So it's basically open enrollment. And then when I get the 15, then I'll just stop telling people I'm open. Yeah. (laughs) And then it kind of, it goes from there, but I have a lot of clients that resign as well. So it's been really nice. That's great. Cause that's probably something that they look forward to. Um, touching base with you. And I've worked with coaches and it's just so nice, like I said, because it's not your family. It's not um, my spouse, my family, you know, all of them. It's almost like the kid that, that wants to be the magician that keeps showing everybody the tricks and everyone's tired of looking at the tricks. They don't want, you know what I mean? So it's just better to have that coach who's going, okay, that was great. How about that? Let's look at that. Was that really worth the effort? La, 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 you know. Yeah, it's so so nice to have. Yeah, I just think of like me and my coach and I think like it's so nice to have somebody completely just like devoted to me and like the things that I want for like an hour. (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) 
It is. And, and you get a lot from it, right? Mm-hmm, totally. Right. Okay. Well, I just, I, I want, and also going forward, you're, you're pretty happy doing what you're doing and it looks like you're going to continue yeah. on. Is there anything in the pipeline as far as doing any kind of um, group classes or anything like that? No, I'm actually taking these two weeks, the Christmas break to really plan out my new year. And yeah, definitely. I'm thinking thinking about some things, but um, haven't solidified anything yet. But I hope to be doing some more stuff like that and just really getting out there and just connecting with as many people as I can. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And also too, yeah. Um, and I like what you said too, is, 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 is that what you want for your life? Because you've learned that lesson and you, you know that you want to enjoy your life. So it's, yeah. it's that sort of balance of how much do I want to take on and do and roll out there? Is yeah. that going to eat up all of my time and how will I manage that? So it's a lot to think about. Totally. Yeah. And I just love for now, like I love working like one-on-one with people. Like I just feel like so complete and whole, like just digging into with someone for an hour. Cause I have had other people talk about, Oh, group coaching. And I'm like, no, like maybe someday, but I just like the idea of like one-on-one. So, okay. Give me some history. So you were doing your business for a few years. How long have you been coaching? You kind of, I think, when you and I talked before, you were actually coaching while you were doing, because you were trying to move them along. And so you were already coaching then. Yeah. So how long have you been coaching for? Oh my gosh. I think it's been two years. Yeah. 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 It's been about two, two years. years. Yeah. And you're, and you, and I'm so glad that you love it because it seems like it's a perfect fit for you. Yeah. I so, do love it. well, I'm so glad that you came and we had our chat today and um, I just want to wish you luck in the new year. I'm so hopeful. I'm always hopeful, but I'm super hopeful for this new year to come and and good things to happen. And I wish you the same. Thank you. You too. Okay. You take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Links to mine and my guest social media, as well as other resources you might enjoy are all in the show notes. Why not take a quick 10-minute quiz to help find the right resource for you? Download the Compass mini course or browse the resource page and see what the next community has to offer. All available at www.nextcareerlife.com. Enjoying the show? Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share the show with a friend or coworker. Word of mouth is still the best way to find out about new podcasts. Until next time.